Life is messy, our minds are messy, success is blinking messy. Join me, Charlotte Hopkins, on the Gloriously Messy Me podcast, where I'm opening up hearts, minds, and souls to navigate life's unique messiness. Exploring identity, culture, belonging, and success, I, along with some phenomenal special guests, will be sharing my own experiences, as well as impactful theories and top tips on how I help people unleash their incredible potential to take courageous action and build a life that they love. Okay, let's get on to today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome back to the Gloriously Messy Me podcast with me, Charlotte Hopkins. So when I first started the podcast, there was never really any kind of clear intention of having seasons or series or um, I knew I kind of wanted guest speakers, but really I just wanted to share my lived experience, my professional expertise and help you know, those of you listening to improve your impact, increase your influence and essentially build success on your own ter- your own terms by embracing the mess that is there in our lives. And as I was talking to Paul, um, who you'll meet in this series, but as I was talking to Paul, who does all of my tech for the podcast, I absolutely realized that there were some key professionals who helped me unmess my mess. So what you're hearing now is the introduction to our very first series of guest speakers. And the series is titled Who Helped Me Unmess My Mess? Because I always knew I was gloriously messy, but I don't think I realized how glorious It was. And these people are just the most amazing professionals who've helped me really unpick that that character. They've helped me unpick who I am. They've helped me um, really discover some of those real core beliefs and struggles that I was just really having problems with and and really finding a challenge to, to deal with. So yeah, that's what I thought I would just share in this episode. And over the next few episodes, you'll get to meet each one of them separately. And there's such a mix of people. Um, You know, I literally have my hairdresser come in to talk to me about the importance of my hair um, in my thoughts around what success is. I have the most amazing Rosie Parsi, pa- Rosie Parsi, Rosie Parson, who is going to be talking about how she brought, I feel how she brought my personality out on camera. Um, I'd never had a professional photo shoot but done before. And she, by the end of it, I just didn't want to stop. <laughs> I just wanted her to keep taking photographs of me. Um, we've got uh, the amazing Shabnam, who I'm recording later today. And she is a, a therapist who just has the most amazing one deep sarcasm just like myself but two she's just got this emo- most amazing presence that it, it, she's one of the only people i've ever felt i could be really vulnerable with and i actually cried in front of her and i never cry in front of people not really even my husband um yes i am that kind of character um, and there's just other people. So I've got Donna and I've got Paul coming on. And my goodness, right, I should have written a list down because I literally can't remember who we've got. But these are all super key people who've really helped me to 
you know, become courageously creative. They've really been those people who've helped me pull away from that mediocrity and all of those things that that are written on the manifesto, all of those kind of rules for living a successful life and, you know, really embracing that mess. These people have all had a massive influence. So I wanted to just take you back a little bit. So I started to talk a little bit about my story in episode one. And whilst I, it was the first episode I've recorded, I think I'm on maybe 10 now. So, you know, I'm just a dab hand at recording, but I didn't really get particularly vulnerable. And I wanted to share a little bit about the vulnerability side of my story. And I want you to know that I'm sharing, as always, from the scarf, not from the wound. I feel really happy and comfortable with what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so just kind of to put that out there, really. And if there's anything that people really struggle with, if anybody resonates with with my story and you're struggling, please make sure you reach out to somebody that you you trust and that you feel safe with. And that may be a professional. Um but when I when I really realized I needed intervention is probably the best way. Now, I've been working within the drug and alcohol sector for a really long time. So I've worked with people who have massive life traumas, massive changes in their lives to, to take, whether that's being you know street homeless, whether that's kind of a life of criminality, whether that's using drugs or alcohol to kind of numb the pain, whether that's just using drugs, alcohol that have got out of hand. My background's really quite varied. And what that meant was that often when we look at ourselves um, as professionals within the kind of helping sectors, it's really easy for us to downplay our own expertise and not only our own expertise, but our own emotions. Because I find that I would often think, why am I moaning? Why am I unhappy? Why am I stressed when I don't have X, Y, Z going on in my life? And, you know, I've worked with lots of people with lots of lots of vulnerabilities and lots of chaos going on in their lives. So it was really easy for me to see firsthand those people who were really struggling, not my struggles, which were, um, you know, I found quite emotionally challenging. But because I was able to justify that it wasn't as bad as somebody else's life, then I never really acknowledged that. So the first thing I want to really just talk about is the fact that we have to allow ourselves to really acknowledge that sometimes we need help as human beings and that's okay. Um, because I think there's just this, um, sometimes there's just this expectation that we have to have our shit all together all the time. And I really struggle with this mantra because I have been that person. I am not the person who will share my vulnerabilities in the moment of being vulnerable. I just really struggle with it. It makes me feel really icky. It makes me, makes me feel really uncomfortable. It makes me feel like I'm not doing a good job. And because I have all of this expertise, so I've done training in cognitive behavioral therapy and positive psychology and solution-focused therapy and motivational interviewing and coaching and, and training. I've delivered training to people for a really long time. I've coached people in a really long time. I've been a mentor to people to really help them understand their lived experience. I've done all of this stuff. 
But what I wasn't allowing myself to do is go deeper inside what was causing that ickiness. What was really making me not feel worthy? What was making me feel like I was disappointing people all the time? And that feeling of disappointment was really what took me to um, my journey on not just internal self-discovery, but really understanding I needed external help as well. And there wasn't a big catalyst. There wasn't a kind of breakdown or I've experienced burnout multiple times and this wasn't because of burnout. It was just this niggling feeling in my heart and my soul that my head couldn't suppress. And the journey that I went on has taken, well, I think I'm still on it, if I'm being entirely honest. There's probably, you know, some therapists there and some psychologists are saying the Gloriously Messy Me podcast is absolutely your outlet for self-discovery. And I own that, you know, I'm okay with that. But the beginning point and the real emotional part was about three years ago, just as COVID started really. And I was really fortunate during COVID that I didn't lose anyone close to me, that nobody really struggled massively. Um, we had, you know, a couple of hiccups within the family where, you know, jabs weren't great and all of those kind of things. But generally speaking, COVID was a, a kind of calm time for me. Now, before you switch off, I completely and utterly understand that that wasn't the case for everybody. And I continue to work throughout that. Um, so I absolutely saw firsthand the struggles within frontline services. And in particular, I was working with a, a homeless and housing charity. So I absolutely understand that not everybody has the privilege of sharing the story that I have. But for me, it was the real turning point. And I've always been a self-development um, obsessive is probably the word. I am that person who could tell you about human design, about Enneagrams, about personality testing, um, Myers-Briggs, about you know, how we've got to find the heart, soul and the head. There's all of these things that I've dug into in a really deep way. Um, and I like to find the patterns and trends. So I, I like to, to really understand who I am as a person. So I've always done it from a young age. The difference was this time is whenever I've done it previously, and tell me if you relate, I would love you to let me know if you relate to this, because when I was looking at the personality tests or when I was looking at that self-development, it was always to find the strengths. And still to a point, my mantra is work on the strengths, build the strengths and the weaknesses almost become irrelevant. And I am absolutely a, a firm believer in that. But something changed this time and I wasn't experiencing the levels of success that I knew I was capable of in my business. I'd had a really successful career and the previous job had kind of wiped me for six. I've talked about this in, in um, the first episode and I was just a square peg in a round hole. And then I spent two years setting up Kim B, which is my, um, <laughs> which is my consultancy company. And it didn't really get the success that I, I knew I was capable of. I wasn't getting the success. And because of my personality type, because of who I am as a character, because of what I now know, my, my genomes, because of the genetics that, that I have, because of all of these different things, I really needed that. 
So it wasn't until I started to really reflect that first year of COVID that I really understood that I wasn't happy and I wasn't unhappy. Here's the, here's the challenging thing. I wasn't unhappy. I wasn't depressed. I wasn't suffering from anxiety, but I had this constant feeling that something was wrong. And I am that person who've always been able to talk myself into anything or out of anything. So if I was feeling low, I am that person who's like, come on, put your big girl pants on. Let's just go do it. I am that person in an office who says, go on, I'll give it a go. I don't know whether I can do it, but I can give it a try. So failure was something that I'd experienced, but always on my own terms. This time I realized that I felt like I was failing, but it wasn't on my own terms. And I really, really struggled with that. And what COVID allowed me to do is that space that I needed just mentally, but also emotionally to be able to unravel some of that, to really unpick what that looks like. And that was amazing. It was amazing. It was great. I was, you know, I was able to wake up and I started meditating. I started journaling. I'm a big believer in just having a blank book, <laughs> nothing major, just something, not, you know, a dear diary type thing, but just today I feel really crappy. Why? I have no idea why I feel really crappy. I think it might be this. I think it might be that. And that was what happened. I just poured out all of this stuff about why I felt worthless. Now, you speak to anybody who's into journaling and gratitude, they'll tell you every single day, find something that makes you, you know, grateful for what you have in your life. I didn't do any of that. I didn't. I wanted to know and understand the kind of deeper sides of me, the darker side of me, the shadow side, some people will call it. I wanted to really understand what was stopping me shine like I had previously. And here's the other thing. I was trying to be that person and I'm not that person anymore. The person who is full of energy is always going to be here. You, you know, this energy is here, guys. It's not going anywhere. But the energy that was driven on desire to be liked the energy of people pleasing, the energy of making sure I was the best and I was excellent at all times wasn't serving me anymore. And that I couldn't get to the root of. And that was the first point that I really knew I needed to speak to my first guest. So what you're going to be seeing over or hearing over the next few weeks is my journey on how I went from that point to where I am now. And the last episode was all about, it might not have been the last episode actually, but one of the episodes is all about um, taking courageous action, even when you, you know, you don't want to, or when it feels fearful. And I talk about the Gloriously Messy Me podcast, because this is by far one of the scariest things I've ever, ever done. The vulnerability that I have which to some of you is probably not even being vulnerable. I'm sure there's probably plenty of you listening and thinking, she just shares her thoughts. What is she on about? To me, the putting myself out there as Charlotte Hopkins, the sharing my kind of mantra with the manifesto, the talking about my experience and my expertise that 
all of that feels really scary to me. So I want to share those people who've had a massive influence in helping me get to here. So make sure you keep yourself safe. If any of the story resonates, please, please, please make sure you keep yourself safe as you listen to the, the next couple of weeks and the next series of guest speakers. And please reach out and one, download the manifesto because those 16 rules are absolutely key and crucial to me in creating impact, influence and success, but on your own terms. There's nothing in there that's going to tell you what you have to do for success. This is just about gentle nudges um, in how you can lead a more impactful, successful and influential life. Hope you love the series as much as I have. I know it's just going to be amazing. And I will, yeah, look forward to hearing what you think.